The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win now. Sign up today, bet 100, and get 100 free. Bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. I'm just about that action, boss. You have to be kidding me. That is impossible. I'm raising the ante. Anybody wants it again? Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is our usual Wednesday show, which means it is time to preview the morning games. And this time we're in week number 14 already. I say that every single week, but yes, week number 14. And I, I'm i Moneyline Mac, and obviously I am joined by my co-host every single week, J-Mark Football, a.k.a. Old Fashioned Football, Jay Mark, what are we drinking this week on uh, the Week 14 show? We did a bunch of Jamesons. I got yeah. uh, just your regular Jameson, Jameson um, cold brew, which is amazing. It tastes like drinking cold brew coffee. And then we got this special one. There it is. I'm trying to look in the camera. Uh, the special one here, Middleton. Um, you can only get it at the Middleton Distillery in Cork County, a 10-year anniversary gift from my parents when they were over in Ireland. They brought it back with them. Nice, nice. Yeah, no, and uh, for those just tuning in, Jay Marcosa, uh, the old-fashioned football and what they do on that show, him and his wife uh, go through fantasy football, go through the upcoming slate, recap the action from the weekend while doing so, drinking some whiskey and bourbon. So, I mean, that's my cup of tea. That's why I tune in every single week, not, not only just for the fantasy knowledge, but also to hear what the beverage of choice is for the week. And here is Bicker, our buddy Rod Via Gomez. He said it's kind of like when you're at a party and that couple starts bickering and you don't want to stare, but you can't help but just start looking at them as they go back and forth. <laughs> yeah, no, it makes you feel good about yourself. It's like, you know, maybe I'm not as bad as them. Uh, That's right. <laughs> yeah, everybody go to, uh, tune into uh, the old-fashioned football. Uh, Jay Mark, uh, recap on week number 13, another this one uh, kind of was more chalky, I think. The favorites kind of rolled in week number 13. Any initial thoughts uh, walking away from week 13? Yeah, no, I agree. It kind of went how we expected. It's crazy that it's week 14. It seems like we we're just doing our preview episodes, doesn't it? Yeah, no, it makes me sad. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> um, and, and if you are big into fantasy football, most playoffs start next week. So this is a big week for you. Um, but yeah, the, the games are good. Um, I felt we lacked some of the drama that we've seen in the uh, previous games because it was chalky. But um, and of course, you know, disappointed that Aaron Rodgers continues to be successful against my Bears. No, and uh, our uh, our money. I feel like so we gave out the Texans and Bears as our dogs. I actually think that both of those were on the right side. The Bears led yeah. for a majority of the game, and Houston. I mean, the score indicates that they got blown out. But the handicap was Deshaun Watson was going to be dog shit, and he was. I mean, they scored three defensive slash special teams touchdowns. So, uh, yeah, no, frustrating that our dog parlay didn't hit. But, you know, that's why we're back for more this week. 
Absolutely. And uh, transitioning into week number 14, this is the final week of buys, I believe. I think there might be one or two, or I, you can't have one because if you're going to have one, you got to have two to even up the numbers. But uh, I think it's the final week of buys. We got, I think, six teams on buy, including Washington and Chicago. So you will not hear Jay Mark and I preview our own teams for once, which means it's going to be a happy Sunday. It's a it's a great Sunday because I know the Bears will not lose. 100% guaranteed they're not going to lose this weekend. <laughs> so that's your lock. Uh, the Bears will not lose, minus one Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, before, uh, so obviously we got Thursday night tomorrow. Interesting game with Vegas and L.A. Make sure you tune in uh, to Scott and Terrell preview that one. We have the early morning slate games, and we have seven uh, games on our lineup. And then Moon off and Scott will do the afternoon games. As for our games, what stands out in this seven-game slate that we're going to preview? Well, this first one that we're going to talk about, the the line stinks. There's a couple different lines here that I just I don't like them. They they feel like traps. Um, and so I'm interested to see if if you and I are falling into the trap or not here. Yeah, or maybe we just fade the public. That's been a successful thing, uh, successful trend over the last couple of weeks. I feel like fading the public is more successful as you go along in the year because it's more situational spots, fading teams that are due for some regression, a.k.a. the Minnesota Vikings potentially. We'll dive into the Vikings. But, uh, I mean, that's why you see uh, Dallas Cowboys going to uh, Minnesota a couple of weeks ago where they're laying points and everybody's like, well, the Vikings are eight and one or seven and one, whatever they were at the time. But it was a trap line because Minnesota was due for some regression. And we saw what happened. I mean, Dallas won by 40. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's just um, the books in Vegas's way of putting up that little Star Wars guy that it's a trap. That's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, uh, before we get into. Uh, this slate i need to get us paid and i'm pulling it up right now so bear with me yep here we go uh win bet obviously it's been our sponsor all year and shout out to them ready to win money and boost your odds win bet is now live in arizona colorado indiana louisiana michigan new jersey new york tennessee and virginia we're bringing the excitement of win las vegas to online sports betting and casino play exclusive rewards are right at the fingertips with win rewards on win bet Looking to get involved in same game parlay? WinBet is your home with their WinBet. Build your own bet, letting you customize what you want to make today. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100 to win 100. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so that they know that we sent you. That's the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the same state where you play through WinBet. is available. If you or someone has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. We are also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. We're back with the Underdog Fantasy, and if you haven't signed up already, you can still get a 100% deposit match up to $100 when you use the promo code SGPN. Just go to underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit match. Underdog is a great for their weekly battle Royale format, as well as getting an early start with their playoff best ball. Underdogfantasy.com slash promo code slash SGPN. 
And yeah, it is uh speaking of uh fantasy, it, the fantasy playoffs are here. So uh yeah. Those that tuned into this show, uh we won't give out player props or fantasy uh angles, but just uh, keep in mind with the handicap of how we're handicapping games in terms of which sides we like with uh your fantasy lineups going forward into this weekend. For sure. So let's dive into it, man. And we are going to start with the stinky line right off the bat. <laughs> uh, the line that rakes the high heavens. Minnesota is 10 and 2. They continue to find ways to win ball games. They're going to Detroit. Detroit is laying two and a half. No, that's not a misprint. <laughs> Detroit is laying two and a half. Uh, over under 52 and a half. What do we do here? Jeez. It's got a scratch in our head, right? Because the line, it stinks. And I get that Detroit's been on a good run. They really have, surprisingly, they've gone on a good run. But the Vikings have been on a pretty good run, too, all year. So I don't know if I get it. I mean, if we're comparing offensive talent, the Vikings have more. If we're comparing defensive talent, Detroit is feisty. But I still feel like the Vikings have more. So I just don't understand this line. It stinks. It feels like a trap. But this is one that... I'm jumping into the trap. Uh, give me the Vikings plus two and a half. I think they win this one. Um, this just line just seems wrong. What do you think? Well, playoff scenario wise, if the Vikings do win this game, they clinch the NFC North. So that would cash your preseason ticket. But I think it is going to be held off for a week. I'm going to lay the points with the Detroit Lions. Like you said, the line does reek. Uh, last year, these two teams played in Detroit as well. Uh, Detroit beat them on a walk-off touchdown, exciting game. Um, looking at it, uh, for a team as good a record as the Vikings are, 10-2 and two this late in the season, it's only been like one or two times where they've been an underdog against a team that's under 500. The last one, 2004, where the Atlanta Falcons went to Tampa Bay, and they got drilled by four touchdowns. I think this is another spot where Vegas is telling you something, and I, I'm I'm not going against it. So I'm going to lay the two-and-a-half with uh, – the fighting Dan Campbell's. Yeah, that's and that's probably the smart move. I just can't bring myself to do it because when I think about it, like we had a line earlier this year, it was the two a concussion game where yeah. Miami was the dog and everybody's like, why are they not favored? And then they lost even before the concussion they were losing. There's one other game like that this year too. And, and it's just one of those things like everybody jumps on these dogs and that's how the books are making their money, right? I mean, they're not yeah. idiots. They're like, oh, I can't believe they put it like this. And then the, it ends up being the right side is the favorite. So, yeah, it, it doesn't make sense to me, but it does make me nervous taking the Vikings. Just can't bring myself to take the the Lions. I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with Cook and Jefferson. Um, and, and this isn't primetime, so I'm going to trust Kirk Cousins here. <laughs> if this was primetime, it might be different. Uh, well, if we had to watch the Lions in primetime, that would be something. Um, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> another trend that's that's ironic is the last time the Vikings were favored was the week I was talking about last year, right at this time, December 5th. Uh, they lost to the Lions. That was the Lions' first win of the year. Finally, Dan Campbell got over the hump. And uh, it's crazy. The Lions have covered four in a row against these uh, Vikings as well. Seems like these two teams always play close games as well. Yeah, for sure. They're like the the other rival in the NFC North, right? We got the Bears, Packers, and then we have Vikings, Lions, and yeah, and the Lions, like you said, no matter how bad they are, they do tend to play the Vikings tough. I just yeah, it's hard taking the Lions as a favorite. They're they're great dogs. It's hard taking them as a favorite though. 
Well, their their matchup in week three, the Lions dominated for three quarters, and then the uh, Vikings do what the Vikings do. They find a way to grind it out, win a close game, win it at the end. So it'll be interesting. I, I anticipate the Lions definitely getting a lead, but we'll see if the Vikings can once again rally. Yeah. From one divisional matchup to another, and this one, this one's uh, spicy over at the Mothership uh, Station, and we got the <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles laying seven going to the Meadowlands where the New York football Giants are coming off a tie. Um, Giants, Giants a little bit on a skid right now. This is a rivalry over under 44 and a half. These two teams hate each other. Everybody knows the history. NFC East. You taking the home dog here? Or you uh, laying the points with the Eagles? Yeah, so I think it's safe to say that um, Kramer and Sean will not be getting along this week, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know if you're a math guy, but if you're doing math, your commanders beat Philly. The yeah. Giants tied the commanders. So in a math equation, that would mean the Giants beat Philly, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to buy into that math, though. Philly is a really good team. Um, I'm still not fully sold on these Giants. They looked great to start the year, but they have just been in this decline um and you know winning what one game in the last five um though i do think the giants could use the commanders game against philly to kind of put some pressure on the offense and defense in similar ways if this was um in philadelphia i'd feel a little bit different i still think the uh the eagles win however giants have covered two in a row against the eagles at new york and covered three of the last four games so i'm going to ride with the points here you know, with this line, it could end up being a push as well. But I'm going to take the the Giants plus seven, even though I think the Eagles win. What side are you on here? I'm definitely on the Giants here. I love taking the NFC East. So you, I always take the points. These teams all hate each other. They, they, it's rare that you get blowouts in these games, especially later in the year when it's cold. Over unders lower at 44 and a half, and the Giants have played it in a lot of uh, in a, in a lot of unders. Yes, uh, one sharp shark. Kramer and Sean gonna make or have more bad blood than Elizabeth Holmes this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, but uh, I mean, we saw this last year when they these two hooked up in in New York, and the Eagles were rolling at the time. But the the Giants picked them off thirteen to seven. That's arguably Jalen Hurts' worst game of his career. I would say. I think he had four interceptions in the game. He was atrocious. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Giants, and honestly, I. I'm going to consider this as a dog candidate. This is a must win for the Giants because they've lost what for? They haven't lost four out of five. They've only won once in the last five because they have a tie in there. Yeah, um, true. But they have Washington on deck again. I mean, if you you drop this one, then you drop next week. All of a sudden, you go from what they were what six and two or six and one at one time to all of a sudden on the outside looking in in the playoff picture. Um, I'm 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 gonna ride the desperation spot because Philly can't afford to drop a game. Yeah, agreed. Um, I think Commanders get Giants next. Um, like they win the next one too. So. Oh yeah, yeah. That, it's that's absolutely given. <laughs> that's given. I knew you would agree. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely an important game, but uh, important game for Philly too with Dallas hot on their heels and and the Commanders are you know trending upward and have been for the past well since Taylor Heineke came in really. Yeah, no, it's going to be interesting to see if all four can get in the playoffs. I think that would be something. I know the NFL wants that because all are in big markets. So um, we are both on the Giants with the spread. I am more bullish on Kramer's G-Men. 
I was talking to Kramer a little bit yesterday. Maybe he influenced my pick. So uh, we'll, we'll check <laughs> that out. I, we, we know uh, Terrell, uh, who will do the uh, – or he just did the total show. We know he is on uh, his G-Men as usual. Yeah, absolutely. He feels very passionately about his G-Men. Yeah, he, 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 he bitches every time that they're not in the top ten. And it's like <laughs> right. he's lost to the fucking Lions. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, moving along, we got – I mean, this is – we got a bunch of divisional matchups. That's another theme. I think six out of the seven are divisional matchups in this early slate, with the one exception being the battle for Texas. Um which is a uh, quite an inflated line that we'll get into. But uh, this one, uh, a rematch of the Monday night game, Cleveland going to Cincinnati. Cincinnati coming off the big-time win, as hot as anybody in the NFL, over under 47. Does Joe Burrow and uh, Houday roll the jungle, keep it rolling here? You know, um, I think the, the Bengals aren't getting talked about enough. They're one of the hottest teams in football right now. Um, and, and maybe they will be talked more about now that they kind of, uh, beat, uh, sorry, not Cincinnati. They beat Kansas city for the third time. Um, the smoke and Joe is playing good football and these Browns, they play, uh, Joe does not play against the Browns. Well, at all, we know that, but these Browns just, they, aside from the defensive turnovers and special teams last week, they, they just don't look good. Deshaun Watson, I don't think it's going to be just a, a turnaround in one week and boom, he's all that better. And so I think the Bengals, unlike the uh, the Texans, um, have the ability to take advantage of a struggling offense that the Browns will have. So I, I actually like the Bengals to win this one by more than six. So I'm going to I'm going to ride with them. How about you? Are you going with history of the fact that Burrow can't beat those Browns or? It's it's interesting because I, I think it is a bad matchup for the Bengals because they struggle whenever they do play the Browns for some reason. they Well, I know the reason, uh, Miles Garrett. Uh, they struggle to protect Joe Burrow. And in that matchup a couple weeks ago on Monday night, they really bothered Cincinnati with their pass rush and their front front seven. Uh, I'm going to take the Browns again. Once I, I don't think they're going to win this game, but I think this is going to be a tight game, especially kind of a, a little bit of a letdown spot coming off the big Kansas City win. All of a sudden, their Super Bowl odds have shrunk to, uh, I'm seeing 11 to 1, which is the lowest point at any point this season. And, we, and you touch on it. Burrow 0 and 4 straight up against the Browns, 2 and 2 against the spread. Obviously, he's a favorite this weekend, but it, it's weird. He does, he plays Baltimore and Pittsburgh well, but he struggles against Cleveland in the battle for Ohio. Yeah, for sure. Um, we'll see if Miles Garrett can rip anybody's helmet off and beat him with it. Yeah, no, that, that would be <laughs> that, that would be great. Uh, uh, looking at Burrow, Burrow, when it's they're calling for cold temperatures, Burrow is 5-0 and ATS when the uh, temperature drops below 40 degrees. It's just another trend going in Burrow's way because Burrow seems to be not the new Brady, um, but he kind of reminds me of Brady in terms of he just finds ways to win games and 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 keep it rolling. Yeah, I mean, I've been impressed with how they, they just kept winning without Jamar Chase, then yeah. Joe Mixon's out. Um, so, yeah, and it looks like in the chat, Limitless MMA agrees with you. Browns will keep it close, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, no, these two teams hate each other. That's my angle here. Um, uh, but but if it's going to happen, Deshaun Watson's got to play a whole of a hell lot better because he was a, oh, he was atrocious on Sunday. Uh, yeah, no, Houston should have won that game, but uh, Houston is Houston. 
All right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's move along to another game. And this is a rematch of a couple weeks ago where the New York Jets pulled the stunner over the Buffalo Bills. This time the rematch is in Buffalo. Adam Peltier will be there. No, I don't know if he'll be there or not, but I'm sure he will be tuned in. He'll be fired up. Bills Mafia, lane nine and a half, over under 44. What is the weather going to be in Buffalo? I am looking. I'm pulling up the weather right now. Probably not good, right? Yeah, I am looking at eh, just a little windy, a little light rain. So where are you going here, man? All right, so I outsourced this one. I went right to the Donna Bills Mafia himself. You already mentioned him, Adam Pelletier, our managing editor. Big Bills fan, and I said, Bills going to cover? And he told me this, always bet the Bills. <laughs> so A lot of I'm, analysis there. <laughs> right, always bet the Bills. Um, no, this Bills team is good. I think they feel, even though the Jets have done pretty good this year, I think the Bills feel embarrassed that they lost to them outright their last game. So I think they're going to be kind of, um, you know, pumped up for this one. They want to get to some revenge there. And I think the the whole Mike fucking White magic is about to wear out. I think these bills are going to put enough pressure on him that he makes some mistakes. And, uh, yeah, I just – I like the revenge angle. The bills are the better team. I mean, the, when you break it down, bills are the better team. So I like them by nine and a half. How about you? I'm all over the bills here. I think this is a smash spot uh, statement win for the bills revenge angle and we know the trends like when they win they win by double digits most of the time that thanksgiving game against detroit was like a rare occasion where they didn't cover the number while winning um looking at josh allen in the month of december 13 and 4 and 1 against the spread um he's covered eight out of the last nine i i think the bills uh got second life with that kansas city loss they control the one seed i think they come out firing in front of that home crowd they make a statement and they roll over the new york jets i I like the Jets, but I think this is a bad spot for them. Yeah, I agree. Do you think the Bills will hold on to the one seed? I think they will. Yeah. I do. I just, um, you know, we said it at the beginning of the year. They're, they are the best team in the AFC. Um, they have the most talent, and Josh Allen is just so freaking good. Yeah, I, I really hope they do because I want to see the Super Bowl and the AFC go through Buffalo. I want to see Kansas City go to Buffalo for a change. I want to see Joe Burrow go to Buffalo if that's the matchup as well. Yeah. So uh, it seems like those three teams have kind of separated themselves. Um, and I think home field's imperative. I mean, we saw it last year with uh, Kansas City getting the last last uh, chance to win it there at home, and they came through. I think if the game's in Buffalo this time around, I think Buffalo's going to get it done. Especially that Buffalo crowd, you know, oh, putting themselves through tables the and everything. <laughs> they're the best. Yep. And I'm sure it'll be like a negative 10 degrees, which which will be even awesome. So they'll still uh, have their shirts off plowing yeah. through the table. <laughs> uh, ha hashtag uh, fuck dome football, as Colby would say. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we are both on the Bills there in the AFC East matchup. We're going to go next to the Steel City. And th this is quite the matchup because all of yeah. a sudden, uh, obviously the big headline coming into this one, Lamar Jackson status, Ravens going to Pittsburgh. These two teams with Harbaugh and Tomlin always comes down to the wire. It seems over under set at 37. So points will definitely be at a premium. Clearly, where are you going here, man? This is a, uh, I'm interested. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing your handicap because I think this is maybe the best game of the weekend in terms of Pittsburgh playing good football, heading in the right direction. Baltimore, not so much, although they are mm -hmm. tied still for the AFC North. But I think uh, 
they're they're struggling to hold off the Cincinnati Bengals for the division. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and right now, Lamar Jackson's questionable. They mm-hmm. said he sh- they had said he'll probably be out this week. Um, his type of injury normally you miss one to three weeks, so. I'm not expecting him to play. Tyler Huntley comes in. Now, Tyler Huntley had a really nice game in week 15 last year against the Packers where he just lit it up and did did great, won the game for him, got the upset. I don't think that's going to be the same case here. Um, with this Steelers defense, you know, with J.J. Watt when he's on, they're a, a decent defense. They're hard. They confuse uh, quarterbacks. And I think they're trending up. That you know, Kenny Pickett has really started putting together some some nice games, some nice plays. I wouldn't say he's proven that he's this great franchise quarterback yet, right? But he is a rookie. You're gonna get some mistakes. I think he's improving though. He's showing that he can improve. He can learn from those. The Steelers have started utilizing Najee Harris correctly um, and getting him more and more involved. You know, he was uh, from a fantasy aspect, he was a disappointment all year until just this past couple games. And I just think with the Ravens, without the Lamar factor, I, I think Tyler Huntley's pretty good, but I just don't think they're able to keep up. And their run game really, besides Lamar, has been so-so all year. You know, it's been good. You have a good collection of guys, but you don't really have anybody stepping up and making those huge chunk plays outside of Lamar. So um, I like the Steelers to win this one by three. How about you? I, I struggle with this one. Pulling up some uh, trends with Tomlin. Uh, against the Ravens as a favorite, he's only six, twelve, and one ATS, including uh, one out of his last uh, one and eight in his last nine against uh, the Ravens as a favorite. I'm going to lean to Baltimore to cover the number. I think this game comes right down to the wire. Somebody wins it on a field goal, so when in doubt, I'm going to take the points. I could, I could very well see Pittsburgh winning on a field goal by one or two points, and yeah, sure. I, I think it could come down to a Tucker field goal or. Uh, or uh, Boswell on the other end for Pittsburgh. So I will, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to lean to uh, taking the points here, even though the status of Lamar, let's say, all right, so let's, let's play hypotheticals here. What if uh, Lamar plays, what do you think this line goes to a pick them? Yeah, I think so. I think at that point you got to give them, um, I would say three points. So they might be a half point, which is basically a pick them. So yeah, absolutely. Um, He just, you know, he's a different breed than, Tyler Huntley, obviously. And so, yeah, I, I think the Ravens are definitely elevated that way. Yeah, no, I agree. And uh, I, 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 it seems like whenever these two teams play, it always comes right down to the wire. It's going to be a physical game. The weather or uh, the over under clearly says that this game is going to come down to the wire with the 37. Is that the lowest over under that we've seen this year? If, if it isn't, I mean, it's right there. I'm trying to think yeah, of it's uh, close. I think there might have been a 36 in one of the weeks or maybe 35 and a half. But uh, I know there's another 37 and a half this week with Tampa Bay and San Francisco. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, this is a low total. Looking at the weather as well, because, you know, uh, Heinz Field, or I guess that's what they used to call it. What's it now called? It's Heinz Field to me. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we always go through this. That stupid name that they called it. Um, It's going to be a cold day, windy day in Pittsburgh as well. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I feel 13 to 10 throwback physical football game. Every yard is earned. Colby's going to love it. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, if there's a game Colby needs to tune into it's Steelers Ravens. Absolutely. The thing that scares me is the, the Ravens just about lost to the Bronc, uh, to the Broncos in Baltimore. So now going on the road at Pittsburgh, um, 
Yeah, that's that scares me. And and I think Broncos have a better defense than Pittsburgh does, obviously. But mm-hmm. I think everybody's got a better offense than Denver does. So no doubt. Uh, this will definitely be interesting. Uh do you agree with me? This is a great tease. Um oh, yeah. tease in Baltimore up to eight and a half. Yep. So we uh stay tuned. We'll give out our lock dog and teases for week number fourteen at the end. But uh that is going to be on the card most likely. Yeah. And really I think you could tease either side of this and kind of be yeah. on the right side of it. Yeah. Yeah, because you could tease them, uh, what, Pittsburgh across zero to, what, three and a half? Yep. Yeah, because we, we agree. It comes right down to the wire field goal game. So, speaking of a field goal game, uh, we got another line that kind of stinks here, and we got those freaking Jaguars. I can't figure this team out. I, I, <laughs> I started getting high on them once again. I've been high on them at the beginning of the year. Then I cooled off. Then I got back on them for my dog pick against the Ravens, came through, then they go get drilled in Detroit. They're going to the Titans, who are also coming off an embarrassing loss uh, in the A.J. Brown revenge game over under set at 41. This actually is a sneaky, important game because if the Jaguars can pull the upset, we actually have a division race coming down the stretch. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and like you said, both these teams, hard to figure out. And then it's interesting that Tennessee fired their GM when they're leading their division. So at that point, you know, is there any drama or controversy involved in that? How do the players feel about that? Normally players don't go to bat as much for a GM as they do a coach, obviously, but still it's kind of a weird cog to put in this piece. Um, But I just, I, these, these Jags, I can't buy into them yet. I think they're close. I think they're close to being a decent team that gets talked about often, but they just they they don't show up in games they should like last week they should have been in that game and they yeah for the most part were killed you know like just didn't make any sense to me to see them struggle so much so um so i'm going to ride with the titans here i think they uh, they get embarrassed by the eagles and they're looking to bounce back i think vrabel is the uh, a really good coach still so i think he gets his team pumped and and uh gets them back here i struggle with this one as well um because all the trends say take Tennessee here, but this is a public side as well. Vrabel and Tannehill, 12-6 and six ATS against the South as a combo. It's obviously very profitable. Vrabel, 5-1 uh, and one straight up against the Jags, won five in a row. Um, in the last 10, they, they've won nine out of 10. But this is a close-your-eyes special. Uh, Jags underperformed the spread by over 21 points last week, so... I'm going to take him to bounce back here. And I think, I think this could be a game where Tennessee also wins it on a field goal. Yeah. Where it's kind of a dog fight. Um, this is Jacksonville's last chance. I mean, if they have any chance at going on a run here to end the year, even if they don't get in the playoffs, it's going to run to set the tone for next season. But if they do win this game, they're only two back and they play in Jacksonville the last week. So it would be a little bit of a, uh, hey, we got a race here in the AFC South. But uh, I'll take the points. Yeah, um, I was trying to look. Have you heard on Trevor Lawrence's MRI that they were doing on his foot? I know he didn't miss time in that game, but they were going to do an MRI anyways. Um, uh, yeah, see, this this is also one of the uh, hiccups that we have when we do yeah. the show on Wednesday, right? It's literally the injury report will come out an hour after. Um, he, he plans to play this week. So play. Two, all right, uh, eight minutes ago. So yeah, we're breaking news here on the NFL gambling <laughs> podcast. <laughs> now, now if he doesn't, then, uh, yeah, his backup is CJ Beathard 
and C.J. Beathard is a Iowa Hawkeye favorite. Um, so in my great state of Iowa here, we would love to see C.J. come in there and beat the Titans. Yeah, you could potentially have Beathard from the Hawkeyes playing while Brock Purdy from the Cyclones is playing. So a little Cyhawk uh, yep. magic here in NFL <laughs> week number 14. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so uh, we're on opposite sides there, although I don't think either of us will be locking that one. No, absolutely yeah. not. Look, uh, another game looking forward to watching. And the final game of the early slate is uh, ugly. <laughs> Houston, <laughs> the Houston Texans coming off a embarrassing loss, to be honest. That, that was embarrassing. They should have won the game. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, they're going over to Dallas in-state rivalry or in-state matchup. I don't know if it's much of a rivalry. Uh, Dallas lane 16 and a half over under 45 and a half. So with Dallas, it's weird. Like last week, Indy was right there. And then all of a sudden you blinked and they lost by 35. Yeah. So, yeah. cause, uh, where are you going here? This is, this, uh, this is an interesting matchup. It is. So, um, a coworker and friend of mine, Patricia Razor, huge Cowboys fan, which I've tried to tell her is a character flaw. But anyways, um, no doubt. Yeah. promo code Dallas sucks. That's right. <laughs> so I, I asked her, I said, so this Cowboys, are they going to win by 17? And um, so from the insider, she says, no, they're going to win by 14. So I'm going to I'm going to roll with that. I think Lovey Smith's going to keep this team close um, that, you know, I think they're a little upset. They couldn't beat the Browns last week. Um, and again, Dallas, like you said, that game was so fluky that yeah. should have been down to the wire. And then all of a sudden it just gets blown out by a couple plays. So I'm going to roll with the Texans plus 16 and a half here. That's a lot of points in the NFL. So I'm going to take it. How about you? It reminded me of the bears game. Yeah. Like the yeah. bears were right there at the end. And then all of a sudden you look up and it's 49 to 29. You're like, well, how the hell did that happen? Um, Absolutely. I'm with you. I like the Texans here, actually. I think I'm I, Dallas uh, coming off a big primetime win, uh, getting a lot of hype this week. This is when you want to fade Dallas. We've seen this over and over and over again. Yep. And I think they're just looking forward to uh, Christmas Eve. That's what it's going to come down to. They need the Eagles to lose a game. If the Eagles can lose a game, then Dallas controls their own destiny. And, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to take the Texans. I, I think this is another good tease opportunity. We'll tease the uh, Texans up to 22 and a half. Yep, I already Where... got that in my teeth. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's disgusting. too many points. <laughs> oh man, this is the NFL. This is in uh, this is in uh, what Ohio State versus uh, Toledo, right? Exactly. <laughs> or uh, in Texas terms, uh, Texas versus Rice. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so we're both on uh, the Houston Texas. Too many points there, despite the Texans being god awful. I could also see like Dallas just completely taking their foot off the pedal. Yeah, kind of coast through this game. I mean, it would make sense. We've seen a lot of teams and a lot of good teams do that this year. They yeah. they face somebody who isn't as good, and we just kind of see them go through the motions and not cover those big spreads. No doubt. Um, all right, everybody. So we previewed and handicapped all seven games for the early slate, and that'll get us into our lock, dog, and tease. My man, I will let you lead it off for your lock of the week. All right, this one, it seems like a lot of points, but it just seems like the game that they're going to come out and win by a lot. So I'm going to lock up the Bills by nine and a half. Um, it's a lot of points, but I think they're going to get it done just because of the revenge angle. I love it. Uh, I love it. I, I, I agree with you 100% there. Since you gave out the Bills, 
I'll give up an, I'll give out a, uh, another, uh, number that I think everybody's surprised at their land points. I'm going to lock up the Detroit lions minus two and a half, take the smelly line. They're going to win the game. I think this is, uh, I think this is a game where just all the breaks don't go Minnesota's way. Uh, Detroit's been, keeps knocking on the door to beat Minnesota. I know they did last year, but every game they play is close. I think Detroit, uh, Wins going away here. Good spot for him. Yeah. I I, I obviously disagree because I'm on the Vikings, but um, I, I like it. We'll see how it goes. Let's see. Fading uh, the public is always a smart thing to do, though. No doubt. Uh, where do you want to go dog-wise this week? So I was going to go the Vikings, but that's just so small, and everybody is on the Vikings. They have so much money pouring in on the money line. So... Um, this is going to be a crazy one, but we're going to do it. I didn't even look up the line for it, so I'll do that as I'm saying it. But give me the Texans. Dallas gets caught going through the motions. Um, and That's the Texans, <laughs> yeah, the Texans uh, look to just kind of their last, um, last thing they can really do this year to feel good about themselves is win this game against Detroit and the money line for that, or sorry, against Dallas. Plus 950. There you go. I like it. Yeah. That is a that is a big dog, and that's why you listen to this podcast. Uh, we don't one of those where the, yeah one of those where if it hits, then we will tout about it, even though it's just such a long shot. We're thrown out. We'll be like, yeah, we called that. Hey, just like uh, Carolina versus uh, Tampa a couple weeks ago. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, for my dog, I am going with Kramer over Sean. I'm taking the New York Football Giants to pull the NFC East upset plus three hundred on the money line against their division rival. I think this is a ball game. I think it comes right down the wire. So I will ride with the G-Men at a nice three-to-one price here. Just make sure your uh, performance review is with Kramer, not Sean. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit him up in Slack right now. I'm like, hey, uh, I'm gonna have to go through you for these next couple uh, weeks because I uh, just took the Giants on the money line as my <laughs> <That's> dog. Right. <laughs> All right. So we teased a couple teas, uh, pun intended. There. Um, <laughs> where are you going for your teas this week, man? Yeah, so Texans plus 22 and a half because, like we said, that's just too much. Bills, I'm going to tease them down to three and a half because I think they're going to just win that game by a lot. Then I like the Steelers crossing to plus three and a half. So then even, you know, we think it's going to be a close game. Even if they lose by three, they'll cover the tease. I like it. I like I like all those. Uh, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go uh, the Ravens plus eight and a half, the other uh, side of that tease. Uh, I already touched on it. Definitely taking the Texans plus 22 and a half. You're giving me three touchdowns at NFL game. Take it every time. And last but not least, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars plus 10. I think uh, this single-digit game comes right down the wire. I like it. So got those. And uh, make sure you guys tune in to um, our and follow us on social media because we every Sunday morning we do release our NFL lock dog and tease graphic. And for our audience out there, uh, always looking for help. So looking for a uh, potential social media person to help us uh, expand our social media platform. So if you're interested, hit us up. Uh, obviously, we're both on Twitter. You can hit up Moon Off as well. Any of us, we're all here. Or you can message uh, the NFL Gambling Podcast uh, Twitter account as well. Um, speaking of which, J. Mark, tell everybody where to find you at. I'm trying yeah. to get your uh, for the YouTube audience. There we go. YouTubers. Um, yeah. Follow me on Twitter at Jmark football. That's the, uh, the best place to find everything. Make sure you check out old fashioned football. It was released Monday night. We are doing a, we have new swag. We got t-shirts and we're doing oh, yeah. a uh, giveaway. So make sure you listen to find out how you can get entered. 
Yeah, no doubt. Make sure you do so. I am on Twitter at Moneyline underscore Mac. We are both in the Discord. Hit us up anytime. You got some props. You got some dogs you want us to uh hey one sharp shark he wants to be a social media guy so uh, <laughs> we <both> <laughs> yeah we're both clicking on here we go there he is <laughs> yeah shout out to you one sharp shark if you want to be our uh help us out with some social media content always looking for help uh people that just want to uh be a part of the dgen nation at sgpn um everybody listening right now if you could do us a favor as well Spotify, Apple, YouTube, whatever platform you are, please like, subscribe. Um, it really does help the podcast with uh, with the whole long-term vision of this. So please do so. Um, Give us a review. I, yeah, if you, if you hate us, you can tell you. you <laughs> say you hate us. I mean, hey, just give us a review. I mean, we're breaking down all, all, all these games so far this year, and uh, we're giving out winners. I mean, we're, we're definitely on the winning side this year. We're giving out some big dogs. So uh, we're looking forward to finishing strong in this last quarter of the year. Jay, Mark, uh, before we get up on out of here, you got any last thoughts before we depart? Uh, good luck to everybody in fantasy football trying to make the playoffs, and uh, good luck on all your bets. Yeah, I co-signed that. And uh, good luck, everybody, week number 14. We'll be back next Wednesday, same time, same place, for week number 15. And don't forget to let it ride.